Welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter. I went from building a chimney cleaning business with my husband to ranking in the top 1% as a leader in network marketing to my true calling as a visionary strategist and coach. I'm passionate about helping others navigate the sea of business and life. If you're ready to leave the daily grind behind and discover the joy of entrepreneurship, let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Hey, friends and leaders out there. So today we're going to dive into talking about decision fatigue. And I got to be honest, I wasn't even sure if it was a real thing or if it was something I made up because that's what I'm feeling right now is decision fatigue. Like to the point, like I don't even want to decide what I'm wearing. I've been wearing the same t-shirt three days in a row. Hey, it's not dirty. Don't judge me. It's going in the dirty clothes tonight because I did go for a walk and it's very hot outside. But I just didn't even want to think about what to wear today. And maybe you felt this way before, that you just are mentally exhausted from making decisions. And especially as a woman and a leader and an entrepreneur, we have to make so many decisions throughout the day. And I started thinking about uh, this past week. Actually, it's been almost a week now since we've been home. We came home last Saturday, which is crazy to think about, but we spent a wonderful week-long vacation with our three sons, their wives, and our four grandkids, and even one of the grand dogs in Dewey Beach, Delaware, rented a VRBO, and we just had the best time, the best vacation. We made a few poor decisions like trying to take four littles out to dinner after a full day at the beach. Didn't end well. But I was thinking about taking my our five-year-old granddaughter shopping. And I had shared with all four of the grandkids that, well, one's two-year-old, he didn't care. But the three girls, the three oldest, we have an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, and a four-year-old girls, granddaughters. And I said, I would take them shopping and let them pick out a t-shirt or a sweatshirt from Dewey Beach as a, you know, souvenir that they could take home. So on the last beach day, and of course, their mom and their stepmom and I are anxious to get to the beach because it is our last beach day. I take the eight-year-old and the five-year-old, we're taking them shopping, their stepmom and I. The other ones had already left, so I could just pick out their t-shirts. But Addie, our five-year-old, she has such a hard time making decisions. And of course, she's way too young to have done her Clifton Strengths assessment. But if I had to guess, I would say Addie was probably has deliberative, maximizer, and woo because she loves to win others over. Her woo definitely shines. She makes friends wherever she goes. Her maximizing and her deliberative, though, were showing up when we were shopping, meaning she asked 20 million questions <laughs> about everything. And she wanted to keep seeing what's better, what's better, what's better. Now, I'm not going to judge her too much because I have been guilty of doing that myself when shopping. I think I've shared that on a podcast. 
But we were hot. We were tired. We wanted to get to the beach. And we were just like, just add a pick something. Like, just pick a t-shirt. It's a $15 t-shirt. It wasn't a big decision. But she had such a hard time doing it. And finally, we got to the last store. We should have started there. They did have the best selection. I'm not going to lie. She found her t-shirt and we were done. And I was thinking about that this week as I was feeling this decision fatigue come over me that I'm driving myself crazy like Addie was driving us crazy shopping. I'm driving myself crazy this week because I feel like there's just so many decisions and some I'm making bigger than they need to be. And other decisions are real decisions. I mean, I have this list of things like which were, as you know, we're rebranding the podcast. So I've been you know, looking at the new podcast artwork that we're working on with my graphic designer. Um, I've been thinking about like, what's the next course I want to invest in for my business? I know I need to continue to invest in learning a few things. Which direction am I going to go with the limited funds? Or am I going to take a break and not invest anything right now? Uh, do I want to join a gym? Oh, after spending the week and seeing pictures of myself on the beach, that was not pretty. Or do I want to just keep doing the Peloton app? Um, what's for dinner? <laughs> when should my husband retire? I mean, some big decisions. What do I even really want from my life and my business in, over the next 10 years? I already talked about what should I wear today and how I address that one. Um, to... Sometimes there's decisions that are thrown at me that I don't even want to make. Like, should I have this person on my podcast? You would not believe as a podcaster how many emails I receive daily, weekly on, hey, you should have this person on your podcast. I think they'd be a great fit. Now, some have been amazing guests that I have said yes to, and others are like, that is totally not what my audience needs to hear or who they need to hear from. But anyway, that's another decision to make. So you get it. And I'm sure you're feeling me right now. Again, especially for the moms out there, the wives out there, the women out there, we seem to take on these decisions. And there's been times this week that I felt like if I have to make one more decision, my brain is going to explode. Maybe you've been there. And what happens when we get in that space, it doesn't end well. Because usually what happens is some poor soul (laughs) ends up with the brunt of that explosion. And it might be our spouse. It might be our child. It might be a poor customer that asks a very innocent question that normally wouldn't bother us at all. But because we have this decision fatigue, we snap at them and bite their head off for a simple question of like, what do you want to have for dinner? (laughs) Um, Or, you know, mom, can you take me to the mall? You know, it could be a simple question, but we're just feeling so overwhelmed. Or maybe like, you're like, I've been feeling some days, it's just like, I can't make any decisions. I just want to take a nap or go for a walk and and not deal with reality today. And sometimes too, there's a major life you know, questions. We've had a lot going on with my husband's family, you know, his parents. Um, You know, so sometimes there are real questions, real things that are weighing us down because they are major life and death questions. 
that we have to, you know, decisions that we have to make, not questions, but decisions we do have to make. Um, and I was also thinking back to our family vacation and the VRBO beach house that we rented. It had this really cool game room, which we ultimately never spent a lot of time in. We were so excited about it when we rented the house, but we just had the best beach weather. So we spent most of the days on the beach. And by the time we came back, talk about fatigue, we were just exhausted, but in a good way. It was a really good, good, good exhaustion then. But they had these, a giant Jenga game, you know, with the Jenga where you stack the little wooden blocks and, you know, you have to pull the game as you have to try to pull a block out without it all come tumbling down. And as I was thinking about this podcast, I was thinking about the giant one that they had. And we never played it because our two-year-old grandson's favorite word is wreck. (laughs) So we knew if we even tried, I mean, my granddaughters and I would just kind of build towers and let Thomas wreck them with the small Jenga game that was there, but we weren't trying to actually play the game. And I was thinking about that, like, oh my gosh, if we had tried to play it with the giant Jenga blocks, like he would have loved that, but there was no way we could have played the game. But I feel like this decision fatigue is like playing the game of Jenga. And sometimes we feel like if we have to make one more decision and pull one more block out, is that going to be the block that's going to cause us to just feel like our whole world is tumbling down? So I don't know. Are you getting me? Like, is anybody else, you know, feel this way sometimes, or maybe you're feeling it right now. Um, so. I would love to say for the rest of the podcast, I'm going to give you the 10 steps to overcome decision fatigue. But truth be told, I don't have the answers. I don't know. Now, I am going to share with you what I'm personally been working on and how I'm going to continue to work through it and what my plan is for combating my own decision fatigue. And I also did find an article, actually, I found several articles to let you know, one, that I got you. Like, if nothing else you get from this podcast, I want you to know that if you're feeling this way, you're not alone. I totally get it. I understand. And hey, reach out to me and just, if nothing else, just say, hey, you spoke to me today, Sherry. I am so suffering from decision fatigue too. Or maybe you've got answers for me to say, hey, I got some solutions for you, Sherry. I'd love to hear that too. So send me a message at the end. We say you can find me on Facebook way too often. DM me there. Send me an email at sherrymiterco at gmail.com. Okay, so let's go on though. I do want to give you some support here besides just saying I gotcha and I understand you. So I'm going to share from a Medical News Today article, and I'll put the link in the show notes for you, um, just some things that they said. And then I'm going to give you, I do have nine steps that I'm going to do. They're not the total answer, but they may help you when you're feeling like decision fatigue and you're about to crumble like that Jenga game. So from the Medical News Today article, first, it did acknowledge that decision fatigue is a real thing. It really is. It's not made up by Sherry Miter. It's a real thing. Um, and that it's becoming more common that because there's so many things 
And sometimes it's not that we have to make a decision, but we feel like we do because we're bombarded with so much information today between the news and social media. And hey, there is a a pandemic going on still and school starting and like all these things coming at us besides just our personal lives. So know that it is real. It truly is real. The causes, we know the causes. I just said the causes. There's so many decisions we have to make. What are some of the signs? Again, this is all coming from medical news today. Some of the signs, um, again, you probably don't even, I didn't need to know this. I knew the signs. They may feel tired, have brain fog, or experience other signs or symptoms of physical or mental fatigue. Uh, duh, right? <laughs> um, as a phenomenon may increase as a person makes more decisions, they may feel worse or more drained as the day goes on. The effects is decision fatigue may manifest in different ways depending on how it affects the person. It could create impulse buying. I saw myself in this because sometimes I'm so tired, I don't feel like making other decisions. But what do I do? I go on Amazon and I impulse buy, like, oh, or eating bad, making bad choices with food. That's why grocery stores have all those candy things. You may have found yourself at the grocery store. Well, you had to make all those decisions. You're buying the candy, you're buying the gum, you're buying those things at the end aisle that you really didn't plan on getting. It's the impulse buying because you're tired. Um, They also mentioned trade-offs where uh, a person experienced decision, decision fatigue may be reluctant to make these decisions, take longer to make them, or simply make a decision that they later regret. I think we've all had that. Decision avoidance. That's where I am with a lot of my decisions right now. You just don't even, you procrastinate and put off making the decision until the need to make the decision disappears altogether or you absolutely have to make the decision. What are the risk factors of having decision fatigue? Oh, no, I'm sorry. The risk factors by the standard view of decision fatigue, a person is more at risk of experiencing if they make many decisions throughout the day, feel greatly affected by the decisions they make, make very stressful decisions, make very complex decisions, make decisions affecting other people in a significant way. I don't know about you, but I was like, check, 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 check. (laughs) You probably feel that way too. There are ways to combat it. How to uh, get over decision fatigue. And again, this is from Medical News Today. And then I'm going to share my nine steps. Their first solution is make important decisions first. When you're not depleted of your energy. That totally makes sense. That's why... Exercise pros say to exercise first thing in the morning because then we make a good choice to exercise. By the end of the day, we're tired, exhausted, and we choose not to. So it's like your cell phone battery. You know, at by if you don't recharge it, the battery goes dead on you. And that's the way our minds work. The more decisions we make throughout the day, that sucks the battery. So make the most important decisions first. First thing in the morning, get it over with. Removing distractions was another solution they had. Um, I myself am choosing to spend a little less time like on Instagram or social media. 
I'm trying to really break the habit of carrying my phone around all day and just kind of stay away from the distractions. I love this, simplifying the wardrobe. Now, this may not help you this week, but something to think forward moving is simplifying your wardrobe. Um, A lot of famous people, um, oh my gosh, his name slipped in my mind. Um, The Apple guy. Ah, I can picture him playing his day. And I've heard it from other uh, successful people as well. They would wear the same outfit. Oh, the uh, Facebook guy too, Mark Zuckerberger. He does this too. They wear a uh, the Apple guy whose name slip in my mind here. See, it's the decision fatigue, uh, have brain fog, wore a black t-shirt and jeans every day. Mark Zuckerberg, I don't know what his outfit is, but I think he does the same thing. Wears the same outfit every single day. Now I'm sure they have multiple black t-shirts, unlike me who's wearing the same pink t-shirt <laughs> three days in a row. But simplify your wardrobe so that you don't have hundreds of decisions, it's easier to make a decision if you only have five things to choose from versus 500 things to choose from. Meal planning. This was something else that was recommended. That is one thing I will say that's nice is my husband and I do HelloFresh, and that really simplifies the meal decision. But planning your meals ahead of time definitely helps with that. Taking breaks. Give your brain a rest. Take a short nap um, to refresh your brain. That truly for me is like plugging in my cell phone and recharging my batteries. So I'll share the article. There's a little bit more about it that you may want to read for yourself from the medical news today. And I'll put it in the show link in the show notes. So here's what I'm going to do. Um... I've already done some of the things they suggested, but here's what else I'm going to add that might help you if you're suffering from decision fatigue. Number one, do a decision dump list. And you may have heard me talk about this, a dump list for your week, for your month of all your to-dos, but why not create a decision dump list? All those decisions you feel like are weighing you down, the big ones and the small ones, just write them down in a journal. Put them on a sheet of paper, get them out of your head and on paper. And if you need to spend some time journaling about them, especially the bigger decisions that you have to make, you may need to really sit with them for a while. But look at your list. So number one would be make a decision dump list. Number two is be quiet and journal if you need, if need be on some of those decisions. Number three decide, can you delegate any of these decisions? Like, can you just pass it off to somebody? Maybe it's passing it off to your spouse, passing it off to uh, somebody who works for you, a coworker, um, your boss. Who can you pass it off to? Number four, can you defer some of the decisions? So like right now, we need to buy a car, but we don't need to buy it today. We can defer it for a little while. We're doing okay. I'm borrowing my mother-in-law's car. Well, she can't use it. My husband has a truck. So we don't really need to make that decision today. So why am I stressing over it? I can just worry about that one next month. So who? what decisions can you defer? Number five, who can you ask to help you with making that decision? So maybe you can't totally delegate it, 
But who can you ask to say, hey, I have to make this decision. Can you just like help me talk it through? Because have you ever had that happen that sometimes you just get on the phone with a friend or a, a business coach or somebody and you just saying it out loud helps you come up with the answer? Like they may not even say anything, but you just need to talk out loud to somebody or have that trusted friend that will give you back honest feedback and help you decide which what is the best way to go with that decision. Number six, prioritize the decisions you have to make. So that kind of goes back to make the, you know, the biggest decisions first is what decisions do really need to have your priority right now? Prioritize those. And then that leads you to number seven, give yourself a deadline for making certain decisions. So those ones that are a priority or that do have debt, you know, that do have circumstances attached to them. If you don't make a decision, give yourself a deadline and say, okay, by Monday, I'm going to make that decision and stick to it. Number eight, seems like it's almost the opposite of that one. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself permission. Like the article said, take a nap, recharge, go for a walk. What do you need to just unplug for a little while? Maybe just take a day off from making a decision. So give yourself some grace and space, I'll add. And number nine, which is actually what I just shared, but number nine is if you truly are exhausted, avoid making any major decisions for 24 to 48 hours because we don't want to have decision regret because of our decision fatigue. So if there are some big decisions you have to make and you do feel that total exhaustion, step away from it for a little while. Write it on your list. Talk to that good friend, her coach, her confident mom, sister, spouse, whoever it is, then just sit on the decision for a little while. Give yourself 20 to 4 to 48 hours before you have to make a move on it. All right, my friends. So I I hope that does help you work through your personal decision fatigue if you are feeling like I am. And you have that like overwhelm and you feel like that Jenga game and your things are going to come crashing down on you. Um, and again, if you are or you've ever felt this way, reach out to me. Let me know that, hey, let's be sisters in this f- decision fatigue, right? Or if you have any tips for what you do when you feel this way, let me know. I would love to hear from you. So shoot me a message. I'm S-H-E-R-I-M-I-T-E-R, Sherry Miter on Facebook and Sherry Miter Co. at gmail.com to find me. And I would can't wait to hear from you. And together, we can get through this. Like, hey, even Addie found the perfect t-shirt. So we can do this. All right. I got gotcha. you. Oh, one more thing. Don't forget. Talk about decisions. Soon, very, very soon, the rebranding of the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast to this navigating, <laughs> navigating Your Leadership is coming super, super soon. And if you want to be part of the launch team, reach out to me. So if you're not feeling totally fatigued and you have some energy and you can support me, 
here's my ask that you help me be part of the launch team. That may be helping me make a decision on the podcast art. It may be coming up with a contest So, um, to offer. It may be how to get the word out of the new podcast and what it's all about. So if you want to be part of the launch team, just reach out and let me know. All right, my friends, until next time, go out and make it a wonderful day. And remember, life is short, so we have to enjoy this journey.